welcome to the show. This is Chris to Chris. Comedy advice to fix your life. Something like that. Something like that is what we do here. I am your host, Chris. Joined in the studio today by the one, the only, the solo, the uno, the former best friend in the whole wide world, our audio engineer, producer extraordinaire, Mr. Mike is in the building. Go ahead and say hi, Michael. Hey, hey, what's up? Hey, 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 what's up, Mike? Always clearing your throat. Always clearing your throat like you, you're you chewing tobacco or something, bro. We also have our uh, current best friend in the whole wide world, Mr. Uh, Dell, is in the building. Uh, Dell, let the folks at home know you are real, por favor. I am definitely a real person in the room. Thank you very much. You guys might know me, Chris, mostly from this podcast. It's a podcast that we do every single Friday. Anywhere podcasts are sold for free. We're on Spotify. We're on Apple. We're on Google. We're on Pocket Cast. We're on Stitcher. We are everywhere. Everywhere. And one of these days, we're going to be on the YouTubes as well. So look out for that. Spoiler. Anyway, uh, as I mentioned, I am your host, Chris. And I am on YouTube. You know, I'm sporadically on YouTube. I've got uh, two YouTube channels, Chris vs. The World Comedy Channel, Laser Lemon Gaming Channel. Anyway... Point is, I'm there, I'm here, there, and everywhere, including uploaded.com, where this podcast is hosted for free, as in addition to all of those podcasting services and apps and whatnot that you can listen to this podcast and subscribe, and you should. In addition to that, you can get, you can get your feet wet by downloading it or streaming it on our website, uploaded.com, U-P-N-L-O-A-D-E-D. If you're new to the show, we are trying to get 8 billion people listening, which is no easy feat. And the more and more I say it, the more it sounds insane because I realize how maniacal a lot of uh, people on planet Earth are. But we will get to that as we get closer to our 8 billion listener goal. Anyway, we have a great show for y'all this week. We're going to be talking about the Uncharted movie, as we like to do at least once every quarter of the year. The Uncharted movie, we're going to talk about uh, commercials in video games, just keeping that video game theme moving along. Excuse me. We're also going to talk about the final presidential debate. It just happened this week on Thursday, the night I am recording this. We're going to give some interview tips. We're going to talk about the return of Jared Leto in... I was going to say Suicide Squad. Uh, No, in Justice League, the Snyder Cut. We're also going to go over some voicemail, some listener questions, and a whole lot more. It should be fun. But... As I mentioned, I am recording this at night, on Thursday, and I have work in the morning. And uh, that means I gotta barrel along through this, because we have a great show for y'all. But when we have a great show, I tend to relish in it and take too much time. Like I'm uh, doing very much so right now. I am spending valuable time that I could be using to talk about literally anything of sub, sub, substance, Metal Gear, subsistence, subsistence, that's what I'm trying to say, anything of subsistence, and instead I'm just uh, talking about nothing, and the last uh, 30 seconds of your life can never be gotten back, I'm afraid, unless, you know, time travel something, I don't know, we don't need to dive into that, guess who forgot this show's anniversary? Uh, those that sound that's a thumb sound so that's two thumbs and that's the sound of it those two thumbs uh, pointing at myself yeah I'm uh, I'm I'm pretty embarrassed about this we didn't forget last year 
But this year we totally dropped the ball. I think I even acknowledged it multiple times in the summer. That, hey, we have our, our two-year anniversary coming up on October 5th. And October 5th came and it went. It turns out October 5th does not continuously land on the same day every year. Who knew? So yeah, totally dropped the ball. Hey, guess what? Happy birthday to Up and Loaded. Happy birthday, Chris to Chris. Chris to Chris is uh, two years old. Two years old. 103 episodes and probably actually like 100 episodes. So really on our 100th episode, we could have celebrated our two-year anniversary. <sighs> and we, we totally screwed that up. You know, we did make a somewhat big deal that it was our 100th episode, but man, it was our two-year anniversary. Two years! Two years! That's, how, how many days is that? 350, that's 700, 730 days, roughly, I think. Yeah, I think that's, that sounds right to me. Over 700 days of Chris to Chris. Two years. Man. How do you guys feel about that? Are you new to the show? Does that mean absolutely nothing to you? Well, let me tell you something. You go back to episode one, Bad Pilots, and then you listen to the first 103 episodes, and it's going to mean something to you, because it definitely means something to me and Mike here. And, you know, Dell, he came in a little later, but it means a lot to Dell, too, because he's, he's part of the family. More so than Mike, I would say, at this point, right? Right? Mike, Mike is like, he's, he's looking at his phone as usual, but he's kind of nodding like he doesn't, he doesn't uh, contest that. Anyway, yeah, we're, we're two years old. Next year, year three, October 5th, we have to make a, a big, big bonanza out of it. So we'll see. We'll see. I, I wish I had an audio engineer, producer extraordinaire. You know, somebody that could remind us ahead of time. I wish that was something we had. Anyway, uh, what else happened? Oh, uh, let's, uh, let's start this show off with a moment of silence for Quibi. They are officially shutting down the mobile-only streaming service, which had its big launch this year. They raised almost $2 billion. All for naught. All, all down the drain. So, uh, so rest in peace, Quibi. The only show that I was interested on in on Quibi was Reno Nine One One. They resurrected Reno Nine One One. They got the whole cast back, I think. And uh, that was the only thing I, I really cared about. So I'm hoping that the show gets uh, renewed, which is doubtful. But you know, just continued or at least sell the the Quibi episodes they already made to Hulu or Netflix or somebody. Just keep it around. Just keep it around. Don't. Don't make me have to hunt for out-of-context clips on YouTube, torrents, whatever. Anyway, uh, that's your uh, your Quibi news. You're probably not going to get too much Quibi news. <laughs> anyway, let's move on. It's just the tip of the week. So a lot of people are out of work right this very moment in 2020 AD, year of our Lord. A lot of people are unemployed due to this uh, pandemic thing that's going on. So I'm going to give a, a quick interview tip of the week to help you get a job. <clears throat> when I was a young warthog. This is about, uh, I want to say seven or eight years ago, but my math could be wrong. 
small details of the story could be off, but generally speaking, seven, eight years ago, I was working for a Sears parts store. And we were just told that they were going to shut down the store in a couple weeks. Because if you don't remember, Sears was doing bad about uh, seven or eight years ago. And they're still doing bad. They're still doing poor. Uh, so at the time, they said, hey, you're about to lose your job. So I was applying for jobs like crazy, which is old hat for me. I've applied to hundreds of jobs. Hundreds, at least, easily. And it's a total pain in the ass in the 21st century to apply for a job because you cannot just drop off of off your uh, resume or ask the manager if they're hiring. One time I said, you know what, I'm going to print out a bunch of resumes, like 20 resumes, and just drive to all these different places so that I can hand the resume to the manager in person and get that good first impression. Every single place, every single place, I didn't get to a manager once. They just said, hey, uh, yeah, you can apply. Just uh, go to our website. Go to our website. And these days, it's not even go to our website. It's go to Monster. Go to Indeed. Apply there. Anyway, I digress. Point is, when you're applying for a job, you have to fill out these psychological tests so that the company you're applying to can effectively filter you out of the equation if they think that you are a liability or not beneficial to the company or they think you're crazy. And filling out hundreds of psychological tests can actually cause you to crack, especially if you're just going one after the other, after the other, after the other, after the other. It's just page after page after page after page of just redundant ass questions. They're mostly these, uh, they're called Likert scale tests. That's the, that's the kind of test where, okay, so like, for example, they'll ask you a question like, I enjoy coming to work. And you have to, uh, you have like five different uh, options. You could say, I strongly agree with that statement. I uh, somewhat agree. I, I disagree. Or I strongly disagree with that I enjoy coming to work. And of, or, or you could say not applicable. But the correct answer, and there is a correct answer, the correct answer is to say that you strongly agree with the statement that you enjoy coming to work. I strongly agree that I enjoy uh, working the, uh, the fry, the, the, the fry, what is it called? The fryer? I strongly agree that I enjoy cleaning out the, the fry pan. I, I, I didn't work uh, McDonald's, as you could tell. I've worked a concession at a movie theater, but never, never big on the food line. Retail. I strongly agree that I enjoy coming to work to, to put people's shit back at Walmart, at Target, at Old Navy. I really like that. That's my passion. They'll ask you, uh, I pulled up an example. They said, I, I can see a long-term future at this company. Strongly agree. Strongly agree. You waver on that a little bit, you're out, boy. Girl, you're out. They catch you slipping. They'll ask you that same question six times. Six times. And just word it slightly different. Slightly different. 
just to just to see if you answer it just a little bit different. Don't don't answer it different. Just be consistent. Make make your answers strong most of the time. I strongly agree. I strongly disagree. Hey, uh, sometimes like they'll ask. I remember a common question was, uh, people are often mean to me. People are often mean to me for no reason. The correct answer there is to say you strongly disagree. They don't want somebody that just thinks of themselves as a, a perpetual victim because they're going to treat you poorly, right? They're going to pay you poorly, treat you poorly. So th this shit could take hours sometimes, hours. Usually not that long, but an hour, an hour. And if you're filling out hundreds of these, geez, just, just rest in peace brain. Anyway, I, I don't know why I'm talking about that. I, I don't really have a tip for that aspect of applying for a job other than, you know, uh, if you if you have them, put your guns in a nice lockable safe while you are applying for a job. Maybe a safe, that, like a timed safe, where you don't even have access to them. Like, you can't even say, ah, I did that. I, like, if you already know the combination, you know, who knows? Who knows? <laughs> I don't know where we're going with this. Point is, I, I think the... <laughs> I think that applying for a job takes a, a long time, and it's extremely tedious. I don't think that, that that's just fact in the 21st century. So for every like 20 jobs I applied to, I might land a single interview. And I, I can't vouch for that math. It could have been much more jobs I applied for or slightly less. Who knows? But I eventually got an interview with a local AT&T wireless store for a sales rep job. And if you've ever applied for a job in sales, uh, not, not the, the pyramid scheme, multi-level marketing kind of sales job, you know, the kind that pays you uh, an hourly wage. That's what I'm talking about. They, they, they want you, they, they don't want to hire you if you don't have a background in sales. And I don't have a deep background in sales. I've sold a lot of shit, sure. I work in the registers and whatnot. But I was not actively trying to psychologically manipulate the customers and pressure people to buy that shit. I didn't have sales quotas. But they really, really, really want you to say in an interview that you had these crazy sales quotas that you had to meet every week or month. But when I talked to the interviewer, I most certainly did have sales quotas. Yeah, of course. Of course I had quotas, ma'am. Sir? Every week. Every every day. Every hour. Our quotas would change, you know? So, you know, this job was all about selling phones. So she wanted to make sure that I wasn't just some kind of out-of-touch uh, boomer or silent generation sort of person. So she asked me if I was keeping up with the tech world. You know, of course, I actually did. I did keep up with it. I'd, I'd, I'd read the articles. I'd listen to the podcast. I'm on the message boards. I'm following the news, you know. I'm not, I'm not just uh, completely out of touch. I'm like, oh, yeah, that's some new tech. That's pretty cool. So I said to her, not only do I follow tech, but I have an interesting anecdote that you will use as an excuse to throw my resume directly into the trash can 
when I walk out the door. So I had just read an article that day or the day before, just read an article about how uh, uh, it was about Google Google Glass. You guys remember Google Glass? It was these, uh, I don't want to call them glasses, but they they sat on your head like glasses. Tiny little screen in the right eye area with a camera right next to it. Google was testing them at the time. And it was a whole thing. It was a whole thing. Anyway, the article was talking about how people were kind of uncomfortable when somebody would approach them wearing Google glasses because they didn't know if they were recording them or not. It was kind of really going after the people that were actively recording people without rhyme, reason, or uh, care in the world. I, I don't know how to put that. So the article was essentially telling people not to be glass holes. That was the term, glass holes. You know, of course, my 20-something-year-old brain decided, hey, I should share this story with the woman that's interviewing me. I don't know her. Let me use the word glass hole. And it turned out to be a bad move because she did not like the term glass hole. It didn't matter. It didn't matter at all because I, I tried to be proactive with it. I tried to make it clear before I even said the word, hey, I'm about to say something. I didn't come up with this word. Uh, I, Google came up with the word, which was not accurate, I don't think, but she didn't care. I said, well, Google's telling people not to be glass holes. And as soon as I said the word glass hole out loud, she I could just see it. She immediately began to think about everything she had to do after work right after this interview, after lunch, whatever. She was no longer interested in the conversation we were having. having. Uh, the, you know, the, the conversation that I worked so hard to get. It was no longer, it was, just, it was just a conversation with me, myself. I was talking to somebody, or I was talking at somebody, but that person did not care that I was talking to her. So this week's tip is, don't talk about glass holes during an interview or anything that rhymes with glass holes unless your interview specifically pertains to that. You know, maybe if you are uh, interviewing for a proctologist position or some kind of adult entertainment, maybe that would work. But sales job, it's not going to win you any favors. Anyway, let's move on to a little thing we like to call video game corner hi chris let's talk about movies this week sorry Dell. gonna have to put my foot down this week we have used video game corner to talk about movies for three weeks in a row today's three try we're not doing that we're not doing that this week we're going to actually talk about video games do you remember Donkey Kong Country? Yeah, 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 I remember Donkey Kong Country. Actually, I've been itching to play some uh, Diddy Kong Racing for a while now. And when I say a while, I mean like the last like two or three years. I'm just like, man, I, I wish I could play some Diddy Kong Racing. I never owned it. I never owned it. I only played it at people's houses or rented it. Fun game, though, from what I remember. But that's not what we're talking about this week, Dal. This week we are talking about NBA 2K21. Have I mentioned that the 2K sports games 
can go, you know what? Let's let's go a whole week without dropping any F-bombs. But go F-bomb themselves. 2K Sports Games can F-bomb themselves. Actually, EA Sports Games can F-bomb themselves as well. Yeah, yeah. You're not actually buying a sports game with either company anymore. You're buying the opportunity to piss away your money on loot boxes and virtual currency, which you are actively, constantly being pushed to pay for. So a month or two ago, EA got in some hot water for updating the uh, latest UFC game, UFC 4, to include ads in the game. And they, you know, they literally slap ads over the screen while you were playing the game. And it pissed people off so much that EA had to apologize and take the ads down. You know, they said something like, hey, well, we realize that we should have told you about the ads first. But if we did that, if we did that, you would have lowered our review scores. And we can't have that. So we just did it after you had already officially reviewed the game. Okay. And that actually fits right in with this uh, 2K21 story. So NBA 2K21, it essentially did the same thing. They saw, you know, EA just took a beating for it. But they said, you know what? F-bomb that. F-bomb it. Screw it. We already cashed the checks. We're putting ads, we're putting just full-blown commercials into 2K now. And as the story goes, NBA 2K21 came out like a month ago, but they just pushed out an update that plays full commercials during the loading screens. And some people were mad that, hey, I can't, I can't adjust my player roster during the loading screens like I could in previous games. And I think, here's what I think happened with that. I think 2K realized that if you're messing around with your roster, you're not watching the commercials they added to your $60 game. Actually, I don't know why I'm complaining, you know? I love spending $60 on a movie so that I can be shown unskippable commercials in the middle of it. That ever happened to you? You ever drop $60 on a Blu-ray for a single movie? It's just full of commercials in the middle of it? Or sporadically, you know, commercials every 12 minutes, whatever. Oh, wait, actually, you know, movies don't have commercial breaks when you pay for them. That's right. That's right. They also don't cost $60. Actually, 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 they are raising the price of NBA, uh, NBA Slot Machine 21 for the PlayStation 5 and Xbox Series X. You buy the next-gen version, you're paying $70 for this game. Did I mention that these games can go F-bomb themselves? You know, saying F-bomb that many times is super unsatisfying, but we're, we, already, we already committed to this uh, stupid shtick. We, we'll, we'll, uh, we'll stick the landing. I think we can do it. I don't know. I don't know. I think these companies made better games when they weren't given the, the keys to Satan's castle. You know, loot boxes, virtual currency, slot machines, ads. The, these companies make the games worse and worse and worse every single year. 
And the reason for that is because they answer to shareholders and the executives themselves want fatter bonuses. FIFA makes over a billion dollars a year. Over a billion dollars a year. That's not done ethically. So EA took the ads down. But for some reason, I, I just have a feeling that 2K is going to get away with it. They don't really tend to apologize for making shit worse. They actually make YouTube commercials to highlight how shitty they are every single year. I remember, la I think it was last year for NBA 2K, they, just, they, they had uh, NBA players uh, acting like very excited to literally play a slot machine in NBA 2K20. I don't know. And I, I'd like to say I want to go back to the past. I want, I, want to, I want to see a new NBA street game or a new NBA jam because those games were just designed to be fun. They weren't designed around loot boxes and virtual currency. But the reality is I don't want an NBA street, a new NBA street or a new NBA jam because EA and 2K in 2020 or 2021 or whatever, they would screw it all up. They, 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 they would definitely screw it all up. It would be full of microtransactions, uh, full of designs meant to make these games not fun. So at this point, I just want remasters. Just make the old game again. Release the old game again, but prettier. Faster loading, whatever. I'd rather play a 15-year-old game than whatever bullshit they can throw together in 2020. Oh, before, you know, before we move on, I want to mention... EA also got in some hot water recently uh, because they had there was like a, a magazine for kids. It was like a I want to say like a, a buyer's guide for kids, and they got in some shit because they were highlighting how kids can spend money on uh, player cards in FIFA. Like you spend money to open up a pack of cards to see if you get the player you want on your team. And it was like in step by, a step-by-step -step instructional uh, little print ad telling you how to spend money or how to spend your mom's money, essentially. So EA apologized, took the ad down. That's the way it goes. Oh, uh, you know, before we forget, we talked about it at the top of the show. Uncharted movie. Okay, we are going to talk about movies, Dale. There you go. Talking about movies this week. Uncharted movie. Now, if you've been listening to the show, you know that... Uh, we like to talk about this Uncharted movie because it seems to be the movie that can never get made. But it looks like it's finally being made. And we now have visual proof of that. Tom Holland posted a picture to his instant graham cracker uh, showing him playing a uh, seven-year-old Nathan Drake for the Uncharted movie. And he nails the look, or the costume designer nails the look of Nathan Drake. It looks like Tom Holland wearing Nathan Drake's clothes. Can't deny that. Can't deny that. He's got the, uh, the gun strap without the gun for some reason. What, what's up with that? There's no gun. There, he's got the holster, but no gun in it. He's like on a... a, a it look, the picture very much looks like a, a set, like a high-production set, and I'm sure it'll look more realistic in motion during the movie, but it's very obvious that this looks maybe like something from a theme park. 
And also, Tom Holland looks way too young to be Nathan Drake, so that's why they're going with this prequel aspect where Drake is playing, or Tom Holland is playing a young Indiana Drake. And I, I hate this idea. I hate it. You know, there was a push to put Nathan Fillion as Drake in the Uncharted movie. But at the time, the uh, or the, the original director for it, the uh, I Heart Huckabee's guy, he had no idea who Nathan Fillion was. He's like, who? I'm not, I'm not casting that guy. And Mark Wahlberg was initially set to play Nathan Drake, but now he is going to still be in this movie, no longer playing Drake. He's going to be playing Sully, uh, Drake's old man guide, old man friend guide, partner in crime, but much older. But it's being played by Mark... Wahlberg and don't get me wrong you know Mark Wahlberg he, he has his spots you know he was good in uh what's it called um Leonardo DiCaprio uh Matt Damon what's the, uh Jack Nicholson that movie uh the crime movie that movie Mark Wahlberg's in it I thought he was a good fit for that movie he's also in uh some Transformers movies I didn't see Perfect. I thought he did an amazing job in those movies. And he's also in The Happening, which I, I did have the uh, misfortune of seeing. He did an excellent job. Mark Wahlberg's finest acting is in The Happening. So, you know, I'm sure he's, I know he's in some good movies. But nobody, absolutely nobody is excited that Mark Wahlberg is playing Sully. If there is anybody excited about Mark Wahlberg as Sully, it is Mark Wahlberg. Everyone else is like, really? Really? This guy? No. 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 And I'll just leave you with that thought. No. No. Anyway, let's move on. We have, we have a voicemail from uh, Mr. Kolos Dolos himself. Let's go ahead and play that. Christopher, this is I, Colos Dolos. Hey. And I, I got your question. Thank you so much. I, I knew it must have been an oversight and that Mike must have had something to do with it mm -hmm. because he's despicable. Yep. Though I still love him and I'd love him to come fishing with me. Uh, if he could meet me this weekend at the docks, we could go at a midnight fishing and go swimming with the fishes perhaps. Maybe if he'd like. I got some new shoes that I've made just for him. But your question was, do I fall in love with every woman you you have mentioned? Yeah. I, I I don't know. Maybe perhaps yes, yes, I do. I do. I, I think I am over Camilla. I, mm. She is too, far too political. And I don't like a woman who spends so much time on politics, especially a woman who, who says that her her running mate, you know, he... he he did naughty things with women, and it's believable that he didn't, mm. yet she still decides to run with him. I don't know. You know, I I do say I don't like moral compasses, but there are some moral compasses you must keep. But anyway, your your manager, Karen, I, I, I sounds lovely, and I've, I've read about women named Karen, and they seem to have great ideas, and they like to speak to their managers, and... And mm -hmm. I, I, I'm, my mind is blown that your manager is named Karen. Mm -hmm. Who does she speak to? She talks to herself, but perhaps she could talk to me, Kolos, Karen Dolos. Oh, that is, it, it, it sings. Yes, yes, I would love to meet, meet your Karen. 
and any Karen, perhaps. I, I think uh, Karen Dolos is a beautiful name, and if you could set that up, I'd be very happy. Thank you so much. And kick Mike in the balls for me. Thank you. Mike. Mike, come here. No. Well, I tried, uh, but you know, I, I won't stop trying on that, Mr. Colos. Thank you for the voicemail, Mr. Colos Dolos. Always lovely to hear from you. And yeah, uh, you know what? Just to, yeah, first of all, uh, rest in peace to your relationship with uh, Miss uh, Kamala Harris. I I know she's married. I don't know if she's actually looking for a relationship, but I'm sorry to hear that uh, you are no longer a possibility for her. I really thought that could work. But on the on the note of the whole Karen thing, I just want to extend my sympathies for anyone named Karen because it's a tough time for you, especially it's a tough year for you, especially if you're, if you're not doing anything worthy of the uh, new moniker. You can't escape it. Like, okay, especially, okay. A few years ago, bye, Felicia. Bye, Felicia. If your name's Felicia, you're dealing with that shit all the time. Friday, Ice Cube, bye, Felicia. Anytime somebody was uh, saying goodbye to you throughout the day, somebody's saying bye, Felicia. I've had many chats through customer service calls where or, or chats, whatever, online chats, and you're talking to a Felicia, and you have to bite your your keyboard tongue to, to not say bye, Felicia. It's it's low hanging fruit. You have to say have a have a good day, Felicia. Adios, Felicia. But if you say bye, Felicia, she knows she knows what's up. She knows you're laughing, giggling at her name. But I think Karens have it worse, to be real. Karens have it worse. You're automatically assumed to be just the worst. <laughs> you're automatically assumed to be. Hey, let me talk to your manager, Karen Parsons. That's uh, Hillary Banks from Fresh Prince of Bel Air. You know she's probably rich. I don't know how much she has to deal with that, but you know it's typically associated with uh, middle class white chicks. So I think she's half white. Maybe she hears it half as much. I don't know. Anyway, uh, thank you very much for the voicemail, Mister Colos Dolos. As always, you guys can leave us a voicemail. Dell, let the folks at home know how, know how they can uh, leave us a voicemail. Leave us a message. Call 909-486-3673. And talk to us with your mouth. Thank you, Dell. Let's uh let's move on to the news. So on Thursday, October 22nd, 2020, we had the final presidential debate. It was going to be the third presidential debate, but it ended up being the second and last. As you guys might remember, president got COVID right after the first debate, and they canceled the second one. The second one was going to be a virtual debate. Trump was like, hell no. Hell no. I cannot thrive over a, an online connection. That's not how I roll. So he said, nah, we're not doing it. We're not doing it. So they did two different town halls at the same exact time. That was a whole thing. Celebrities were canceling NBC for airing Trump's town hall at the same time. 
it was a whole deal. But, you know, time has passed. This is like three weeks later, two weeks later. I don't know. It's a few weeks later. And Trump and Biden back on stage again. And the whole whole big controversy of the first debate was that Trump was constantly ignore or uh, not ignoring, but interrupting Biden. And it was not a good look. Neither candidate really shined in that debate. You know, Biden lost his cool a few times, and Trump lost his cool. But the difference is that Trump's people want him to lose his cool and get excited when he loses his cool. Anyway, we got we finally got our debate, our final debate, and I got to catch it. Kind of, you know, I was helping out. I'm I'm a I'm a big grown man now. Which means I have to do things. Take care of the kid, uh, make dinner, whatnot. Help out, right? Responsibilities. Responsibilities. And I mostly caught it. And my, from what I gather, from what I saw, it was definitely a much better debate. The, the rule this time was that the mics were muted during the first two minutes. So if Trump was asked a question... First, if Trump got to answer the question first, uh, Biden's mic would be muted for the first two minutes and vice versa. And for the most part, they did a good job at adhering to that. They did a good job at it. I, I, it wasn't just constant interruptions. There was like a few interjections here and there, but it wasn't just one person talking over the other person the entire time. And you know, they had some good jabs at each other. Um, but overall... If we're being honest with ourselves, this isn't this debate didn't change anybody's mind. I mean, there might be a few people out there that are like, yeah, you know what, it wasn't until the third debate or the second debate, the final debate, two weeks before, a week and a half before the actual election, that I was able to make up my mind. That was the that was the moment I decided to vote for whoever. I don't think it played out that way, but you know, it's kind of just like it's just entertainment or discussion fodder at this point. Something to argue over during a Thanksgiving meal. And we'll, we'll have plenty to argue over with our families after November 3rd. Actually, I, I read in California, um, our governor decided that we can only visit with family members. Like, I can't remember how many uh, people can visit, but you can't spend Thanksgiving together for longer than two hours. I want to say that's true. I'll have to look it up. But, uh, yeah, that has nothing to do with the final debate. I just thought I should mention it. Overall, I don't know. I, I thought uh, I thought it was a debate. <laughs> I, I feel like I can classify it as a debate much more so than I could the last one. And... Not to say it was good. Like, if you actually look at the this through the greater, wider context of debates, I remember, okay, Biden called Trump Abraham Lincoln because he thought Trump said he was Abraham Lincoln, but Trump's like, I didn't say that. I was just referring to Abraham Lincoln. I don't know, shit like that. That kind of thing. Like, if you just look at things in the greater, wider uh, view, the bigger picture, you just compare it. Like, I want to show this debate to somebody from decades ago. Just blow their minds. Like, oh, wow, you guys are, you guys are kind of dumb, huh? And I'll say, yeah, yeah, we're kind of dumb now. 
so that was my impression of the debate. We'll have uh, more to come. The uh, election isn't until November 3rd. I don't know what's going to happen next week. Trump is kind of on the ropes here, at least as far as polling is concerned. He is uh, he's trying. He's listening to his people. His people said, stop interrupting so much, and he, he listened to that. The, uh, the strategy from them was, hey, let Biden screw up on his own. Let him, sit, let him talk his way into a mistake, then attack. And Biden's people are like, dude, just don't, just don't say anything stupid. Let, they pretty much said the same thing. Let Trump, let Trump be Trump. Let Trump be the, the, uh, the unguided missile that he is and just blow up something random. I don't know. I don't know what I'm saying anymore. This was a very off the cuff as far as news is concerned, just because it just happened. It just happened, and I'm still trying to. I'm still trying to get over it. Anyway, that's your news. Oh, uh, before we forget, uh, we actually do have some movie news for the week outside of uh, Uncharted. Jared Leto is coming back to play the Joker in the Snyder cut of Justice League for HBO Max. According to the Hollywood Reporter, they said Jared Leto, who plays who, who played classic DC villain the Joker in 2016 Suicide Squad, has joined in the shooting of additional footage for the Snyder Cut, the filmmaker's definitive version of the 2017 superhero movie he was forced to exit and never saw through completion. Multiple sources tell the Hollywood Reporter. They then said, uh, the project, officially titled Zack Snyder's uh, Justice League, is being overseen by HBO Max, which is financing blah, 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 blah. It's a four-episode four event series next year. Four episodes to complete this movie. So, yeah, for some reason, Jared Leto is back as the Joker. And if you don't remember, if you weren't paying attention to this, he kind of unceremoniously exited the role of the Joker after Warner Brothers made a Joker movie starring Joaquin Phoenix, which came out after Suicide Squad. So Jared Leto, you know, has promised uh, illusions of grandeur. They said, hey, you're going to be Joker. You are holding the torch. You're, 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 you're picking it up right where, right where Heath Ledger left it. You are the new Heath Ledger. Heath, Le it was Jack Nicholson, Heath Ledger, Jared Leto, and uh, people were not fans, myself included. And you know, I, I, I'm sure he didn't have any input as f into as far as like the tattoos are concerned. Like they tattooed the word "damaged" on his forehead, which I I, I loathed. And just tattoos everywhere on his face. It was like the most... It was the most millennial Zoomer take on the Joker ever. Or maybe the most uh, committee design. Like, hey, what do, what do millennials like? They like, well, face tats. So let's put that on the Joker. Let's make it very obvious that he's damaged by tattooing the word damaged on his head. Give him a gold grill. Make him a, like a, just an unlikable asshole. And so that's what they did. I'm sorry, an unlikable glass hole. And so Jared Leto's back. Jared Leto's back. You know, he's not going to be in the Suicide Squad because James Gunn insinuated that he was a pedophile 
from what I recall. He insinuated that publicly on Twitter. So him and James Gunn don't get along. And he's not too happy with Warner Brothers casting another Joker. But, you know, apparently all's good in the world. Zack Snyder said, hey, buddy, I liked what you did. I saw Suicide Squad, and I'm like, how do I get this guy in my version of Justice League? So I guess that's happening. I guess that's happening. I mean, if you saw Birds of Prey in the very beginning, they they go out of their way to say, hey, this guy's no longer a part of this universe. He's gone. We, we, we divorced. But uh, 2020 is going to 2020. What can I say? Anyway, uh, Dell, what time is it? Chris to Chris presents Listen Question Time. Thank you, Dell. Our first question comes from Ken. Ken asks, when was the last time you left your house without brushing your teeth? I'm going to answer this, Ken, but I need to clarify. So the answer, just blunt and straightforward, is Sunday. Sunday this week. Granted, I had brushed my teeth the night before, but the day after, I did leave the house without brushing my teeth. However, I did use mouthwash just because got to kill these germs somehow. Got to kill them somehow. And I said I was going to provide context, but I cannot actually remember what the context was other than I was in a hurry. <laughs> I had something to do. I don't know. I don't know, but it was Sunday. Oh, the, the, what I wanted to, to say was, yes, it was Sunday. But you just so happened to ask this question at the perfect storm of a time. Because before that day, I couldn't tell you the last time I actually left the house without brushing my teeth. It was probably months, months. But now you happen to ask me this week, and I'm like, it was Sunday. So I'm being honest. Thanks for the question, Ken. It was Sunday. Devin asks, why don't babies just get good and walk already? Devin, I heard that my coworker's baby was walking at the age of six months. <clears throat> Excuse me. Which is very impressive for a baby. But it is not that impressive for like a dog or a cat. Puppies learn to walk at four weeks old. But I also heard that learning to crawl is better for your reading skills. Something about eye-hand coordination and reading comprehension go hand-in-hand hand for some reason. Anyway, point is that babies could learn to walk sooner if they wanted to. But if they do, they end up starring in a Baby Geniuses movie with John Voight, which is just not... Not a pleasant or good look on any account. Thanks for the question, Devin. Ken asks, would you rather be a bounty hunter or mercenary? Ken, uh, this is a tough one because bounty hunters really only go after criminals. And mercenaries will kill pretty much anybody as long as they're getting paid for the job. But mercenaries also usually work in groups which means they aren't lonely. And that's a good thing, right? You're, you're killing people, you're not lonely, you have somebody to, to lean on. But then again, that also means you're hanging out with a bunch of 
assholes. I'm sorry, glass holes most of the time. So I'm going to say I would rather be a bounty hunter because they get jetpacks and spaceships and cool names like Django. Thanks for the question, Ken. Uh, Yilly asks, why do teams always say G-G-E-Z at the end of our games? Yilly, the other team is saying G-G-E-Z because they want you to know that you played a good game. And the easy means that they are going to catch some early Zs. They're going to bed early because they have a big day tomorrow, something like that. And, you know, even though they stomped you in Valorant or Among Us, they wanted you to know that you played a good game, but it's also their bedtime. Thanks for the question, Yuli. Ken asks, if you were a billionaire, would you become a hero like Tony Stark and Bruce Wayne or a villain like Lex Luthor? Also, do you think Jeff Bezos is a supervillain? Ken, first of all, let's address uh, Jeff Bezos. Jeff Bezos definitely has the look of a, of a Lex Luthor. Look, it looks like he's just he wants to be Lex Luthor, and you know, going by his actions, everything seems to suggest that he is trying to be Lex Luthor. So I would definitely not put him in the role of superhero. I would much more put him in the, the villain role. Um, as far as would I rather be a hero like Stark or, or Bruce Wayne or a villain, I think villain might be more fun temporarily. But hero is a longer career. I guess we could say that. At least if uh, comics, movies, TV shows are anything to go by, hero tends to keep you around longer. So I think I'd rather be a hero. You know, especially if you're a billionaire, right? I'm a billionaire. I'm a billionaire. I, I, you know, I, I see the argument for both. You're a billionaire, so you want to spark up some fun, right? You want to, you want to screw some things up. But being a billionaire hero, that also sounds fun. You get all the gadgets and gizmos and what's its galore. It's just you, Tony Stark, Bruce Wayne, and Ariel, the the Little Mermaid. I'm gonna go with hero, Ken. Thanks for the question. Uh, Devin asks, sippy cup or bottle? Devin, my, my, my first impulse was to say sippy cup because, you know, I'm a, I'm a badass adult male. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a man that, that drinks from a cup. But I thought about it. In 90% of the, the drinks that I've, I've ingested over the last few decades have probably come from a bottle. So I'm going to own, own up to it, you know? I'm going to say bottle. I got, I got a bottle sitting right next to me. I, that, that's, that's just not a mistake. Bottle. Thanks for the question, Devin. Uh, Ken asks, do you think there will be a Mandalorian episode where the child is addicted to energy drinks and Mando has to help him get clean? Ken, I've seen enough episodes of Breaking Bad and Shameless to know that Quitting hard drugs like caffeine is uh, GG easy peasy. So I think an episode of the child being addicted to energy drinks could work. You know, Disney could say it's a, a very special 
episode of The Mandalorian. They could put a little warning saying, watch this with your parents, that sort of thing. Do you guys remember the uh, Saved by the Bell episode where Jesse Spano is addicted to caffeine pills? Energy drinks are full of caffeine. So I think this could really work as a Saved by the Bell crossover as well. If we can get Mark Paul Gosseler involved, maybe the, the chick who played Jesse Spano, all trying to help get uh, the child clean, the baby Yoda clean, I think that could work. I think that could work. This is a, a promising idea, Ken. Thanks for the question. Devin asks, what's the longest distance you've ever crawled? Excuse me, that's, that's a great question, Devin. Mike, how, how far is Mecca from here? Is that question blasphemous if I am uh, not a Muslim? Is it blasphemous? I don't actually think it's blasphemous if I am a Muslim, though, right? But the way the, 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 the answer is going, I think that I, I'm starting to sound like... It's 8,200 miles from here. 8,200 miles? That seems like a long way to crawl. You know, especially with the, the ocean in the way. Can you crawl? I can't crawl through an ocean. Devin, uh, the, fur the furthest I've ever crawled is probably across my high school gym, you know, for some kind of drill that was just meant to purely make kids tired. I can't imagine why, but it sounds familiar. Thanks for the question, Devin. Uh, Ken asks, were you surprised that Devin asked so many questions this week? Ken, not only was I surprised, I was pleasantly surprised. Thank you for the questions, Devin. Thank you for the questions, Ken. Thank you for the question, Yilly. As always, if you guys would like to ask us a question, you can do so. You should do so. Ask us a question on our Facebook, on our Twitter, on our Instagram cracker, at uploaded, U-P-N-L-O-A-D-E-D. -E we are there. Okay? We are there. <laughs> Starting to lose it. Starting to lose it. I can, I can feel it. I'm, like, oh, I, I'm just really excited to go into work in the morning. Let's, uh, let's wrap the show up, why don't we? Last week we asked on, on our uh, Twitter page, we had a, a poll question. We said, should I cut my hair? My hair's getting long. I haven't cut it since, I want to say February. Maybe January. It's been a while. So it's, it's, it's starting to grow. And about a quarter of you said, hey, yeah, cut it shorter. But most of you said, cut it longer. So that's what we're going to do. We're going to cut it longer. And we have a poll coming up for this week. As uh, as uh, recent history dictates, I don't know what that poll is going to be about yet. But you have to follow us to find out. Follow us on our Facebook, on our Twitter, on our Instagram cracker. The poll will be on the Facebook or Twitter most likely. Add up and loaded. U-P-N-L-O-A-D-E-D. -E Guys, I think it's about time to call it a show. Don't forget to subscribe to the show anywhere podcasts are sold for free. Don't forget to have your mom follow us as well. You know, she goes to the bathroom. That's your time. That's your time to take her phone, take her iPad, whatever it is. Hit that follow button on Facebook, on Twitter, on, on uh, the Instagram crackers. <sighs> yeah, let's wrap this thing up. Guys, this has been episode 103 of Chris to Chris. Do me a favor and enjoy your weekend or else. <laughs>